Hello and welcome to the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. Today we have an amazing guest, Danny Katz. Danny Katz. And uh, she has uh, established her reputation as one of Los Angeles Edge's literary talents by way of her bold voice, her expanded perspective, and her mastery of language. Having published hundreds of articles in LA Weekly, Los Angeles Times, Vice, Teen Vogue, Whole Life Times, LA Yoga, Reality Sandwich, The Numinous, and Santa Fe Reporter, among many others. Her broad spectrum of practical experience and formal studies, including a master's degree in journalism, combined with a pronounced passion for the metaphysical, inspired Katz's ever-deepening fascination with the energetic frequencies of words. Devoted to understanding how language programs the subconscious mind and creates the world as we know it, Katz's impassioned investigations lead her to develop quantum languaging, a method of deconstructing and perfecting the myriad ways, whys, and hows, word, how words shape our every human experience. She's the author of Word Up, Little Languaging Hacks for Big Change, a timely collection of simple communication tweaks and tools with massive evolutionary implications. As a ghostwriter, Katz penned Spirit Hacking, Shamanic Keys to Reclaiming Your Personal Power, Transform Yourself and Light Up the World, as well as the forthcoming Alchemy Elementals deck for Shaman Durek. Katz works as a transformational coach and quantum languaging consultant, supporting visionary leaders, creatives, and change agents in actualizing their potential, optimizing their offerings, and evolving the world for an infinitely more wonderful world to make. And this is truly a pioneer of the Great Awakening. It's an honor to have you join us at, at the podcast today, Danny. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Epifanio. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know about. Oh my God. I mean, I'm such an open book. What do most people not know about me? Um, I think that I'm a big softie at heart. I think that I'm, I have like a ushy, mushy, gooey heart. And I just want to like, be soft and float in the water. Um, alas, I have incarnated with a big mission that requires a lot of ferocity. So I think most people don't know that part about me. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yes. We, I know that because I have that little bit of that one too. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. So tell us what was your fork in the road, the moment that made Danny and took that, 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 that fork, that separation that took you to where you are right now, the major fork in the road? Well, there have been a lot of forks in my road. And I would say the first major fork in my road was when I did LSD for the first time. When I was 21, I, I never, tried any intoxicants um, through high school, through college. I went to the biggest party school in the country. I wasn't even a drinker. I never tried marijuana. Um, but during college, I did fall into a little bit of a depression. It was my first experience with depression and just feeling like, what is the point of anything? And I went straight to grad school after college 
And a friend of mine took me to Malibu Beach and we did LSD. And when the, the LSD kicked in, I thought like, oh, okay, I could deal with being incarnate on this planet with this. Like now I get it. Um, and so that really opened me up to non-ordinary reality, to the metaphysical, to the esoteric, to the mysteries. I, I'd say that was the thing that really set me off on my path. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, definitely, that would open up. Sometimes it doesn't work, but you know, it, it depends on, if you're ready, you're ready. So what was your worst moment in your life? Like when your journey, you have, we have the hero's journey, right? We got the beginning, we're in the comfortable world. We kind of like, or whatever it is at the beginning. And then we got the second part of the journey when we're experiencing connecting with, you know, meeting people, finding allies, discovering this, your magic or your tools or whatever. And then things start go downhill and you just keep doing something and it takes you all the way to the bottom of the pit. What was your worst moment in your life? I've had, it's, it's interesting because I hear people talk about the dark, you know, oh, I'm going through my dark night. And I'm like, why are you languaging it in the singular? For me, it's just like a series of dark nights. You know, according to, I'm really into the gene keys. And according to my hologenetic profile, I have the 28th gene key in my radiant sphere. So that, that portends a very mythic life of a lot of heroes journeys. So I've had so many, I mean, I would say when I got out of graduate school, I got a, a job as a publicist in television and I did very well. And I, I got promoted very quickly and I, I got a lot of high profile clients and, and I, I was becoming more and more depressed. Like I just, I just started to realize how the world worked and how fake everything was and that I didn't really want to play a part in it. But I mean, when you're asking me the worst and there've been so many, like, let's be very clear. Darkness is a big part of my path. I think um, these past two and a half years have been like complete psychological torture to be so incredibly demonized by people who I thought were my friends and colleagues and who I thought loved me. I mean, it's devastating the amount of trauma and I'm, I mean, it's a constant unraveling and it's still happening. You know, it's, it's still, you know, I'm still finding out, oh, this person won't talk to me. This person won't talk to me. And, and then there's the confusion of this sort of rabid hate mongering happening on the internet. And I realized yesterday, because I was talking to a girlfriend and I was putting myself down, which is, very, you know, completely anathema to my whole work and everything that I do. And she's like, do you hear yourself? Like, who am I even talking to? And I realized, I think I'm conflating the internet hate that has been coming at me with my actual personality. And because of the isolation as well, like it's getting a little bit blurry. So yeah, I mean, this is a very bizarre type of darkness, you know, the cognitive dissonance of it, the, the twilight zone aspect, the fact that most of the people, I am blessed with people locally who get it, but most of us are very spread out. Um, so yeah, being a pariah to this extent has been extremely, extremely painful and extremely traumatic, especially anyway. when all I'm doing is trying to help. <laughs> like all <laughs> I want to do is help humanity. <laughs> 
I know exactly what you're talking about. The same thing happened to me, you know, it, the, the magic virus hit in and, you know, a month into it, I'm like, something's weird about this. And I started feeling this anxiety because I've been, you know, I've known about this for 20 years. I didn't know exactly how it was going to happen, but I knew it was coming. And so I thought, this is it. <clears throat> and so I just said, okay, it's time. And I'm just going to, you know, come out of the cave and tell everybody I'm really this. You know, and, and stand in the soapbox of Facebook and just say, ah, 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 this is what's going on. And then on, on check, on like, on like, you know, on friend, on friend. And then everybody, so everybody just started like disappearing. Yeah. And so I know exactly what you're talking about. And a lot of people are going through that. And this is one of the reasons that we're doing this podcast to show that the people that are waking up, we are, you are not alone. There's tons of people waking up and and we are gathering and connecting to our true tribe, you know, people that have the courage to speak the truth as it is. And 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 just, you know, when you when spirit calls you, you have to do it. It's like it is not like if I had had it my way, I would just like stay writing my book and, you know, everything be nice, you know, but you can't. You really can't. So I totally understand exactly what you're saying. So what was the big lesson that you've learned out of this experience? Um, that humans are weak and shitty. So, you know, I'm so I'm, I, I just didn't expect. I'm, you know, like you, I've known about this for 22 years. Like you, I didn't know how it was, but I knew the plan, you know, starting back with Project for a New American Century. I've been, and I'm a journalist, you know, so it's like I've been studying it from the inside. And that whole time I was always afraid of like the government or the deep state. I didn't realize that it was actually my fellow humans who are the scariest. Um, so I didn't realize that humanity would kneel so quickly and were so cowardly. And I, and I feel bad because I know that's not like a really positive thing, but um, I'm still wrapping my mind around that. And also just how, how easy it is to manipulate people. You know, it's just, it was very shocking to me. Um, yeah. I, to I totally know exactly what you're talking about. It, it kind of like makes me think about the matrix, you know, when that Morpheus is telling uh, Neo, you know, it's like, if you're not one of us, you can't be one of them, you know, they're, these people are too immersed in their lives, in their comfort, in their, they're the lawyer or the doctor, whatever, but any moment they can turn into the agent, you know, because yeah. that, they're, they're on the program. And so, for me, what I've seen is kind of like realize that this didn't happen overnight. They've been cooking them for a hundred years at least, you know, and, and television and it's programming. And now with the latest 12 years of Facebook analyzing specifically which likes and emotional triggers and everything. And now we have mass formation psychosis, right? However, I do think that, that it was necessary as a catalyst for those of us who are ready to take that, you know, wake up and, 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 and there's tons of us and really uh, take that lead and say, okay, we can see and just a percentage of us start really bringing that information out. And ultimately, I think that is really the effects of what this bioweapon mRNA vaccine really is gonna bring out at the point that we, they, they don't control the, the they don't have, um, uh, the, the control group is too big. 
And so, and so uh, there's too many people that got unvaccinated that are, don't have any effects and they're perfectly fine. And so I think that's going to be the real breakthrough point. But I totally understand what you're saying. It broke my heart to just see that all my friends, they, they were cowards. And, and I, I, I consider people that did acupuncture and yoga and spiritual, you know, meditators and that did the, uh, all of these traditions. And now the, you see them, oh, in order to come to our ecstatic dance, you need to be vaccinated and put a double mask on. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, yesterday or last year you were saying that, you know, all about freedom and, you know, all of that stuff. And now, and and at that point, I realized the power of my control. It's, it's pretty devastating. Yeah. It's super devastating. And I, you know, for me, it's, it's similar, you know, it's like all the spiritual people, all these leaders and gurus that I put on pedestals, but even my journalism colleagues, I'm like, wait a minute, you all suck at your jobs. Like no one is willing to do what we've all been trained to do. So, you know, that was like a very rude awakening. And I think on the more positive front is just realizing like, I'm a badass, like, you know, like, and I didn't, not to separate myself from other people, but like in a million years, I would never go along with this bullshit. Um, and I remember the first day that my local co-op made everyone stand outside in this line. And I, I like, and I, I, I've done this at TSA as well, but I was just like, this is ridiculous. And I'm like giving this speech to everyone in line. And I'm like, who's with me? And it was like, no one. but yeah but just seeing I think that I thought that I was the baseline norm and I'm realizing I'm not (laughs) it's changing I I have I have I'm seeing a lot of people you know waking maybe because I live in the underground you know it's like I see a lot of people but yeah it's so true you know when the the co-op you know it it was supposed to be I was full-on liberal you know it was like it's all about love and you know hugging and you know enlightenment and and then I realized that oh my god it's not like that and then you see all these people and you go like wow it it does break your heart I totally understand I totally understand what keeps you up at night Nothing. I mean, I think for a while, I think for 22 years, it was how do I stop this? You know, and that's that has always been it is like, how do I stop this? Who can I get to? Where can I publish this thing? And so that has been what's kept me up at night is like, how can I stop this terrible thing from happening and help safeguard humanity? And then that shifted for me when they inaugurated Xi Biden. And I realized that they made their choice. Like humanity wants their enslavement, genocidal timeline. I've tried everything I could. I'm choosing a different timeline. So I'm no longer being kept up at night because I did everything I could. I sleep well at night because I did everything I could to educate and to stop this. And these people have made their choices. And now I'm stoked to create new earth with my soul family. Beautiful. That I know exactly what you're talking about. You suddenly realize, you know, we're in two different timelines, and and and, it, and since you understand quantum physics, you know, it, it doesn't matter because 
we're we're creating the reality we deserve because we are at that frequency. And so simultaneously, we're existing, already existing on that earth. And our job is just to, uh, you know, put all the building blocks of the new reality, let the whole reality matrix thing do its thing, collapse on its own. And, and, and I do, I thought I, I, this is exactly why I started doing this podcast and all of this stuff. I've been doing, you know, uh, daily reviews of the jinkies for almost two years now. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so. Well, meaning that like, you're just, you're tracking like the jinky of the day or you're tracking your own. Key. That's what, okay. I did. I, I've, I, I started with a hologenetic profile and I just went every step, the life's work, line one, two, three, the shadow, the gift, the, the city, all the, the pathways. And then that's 300 episodes. And then I started doing the jinkies and I take, you know, like a day for a day, two days for the three, two or three days for the shadow, a couple days for the gift. And some of these jinkies take like the 22nd, it takes like a month to go through the whole thing, you know? Yeah. And it's just my contemplation on Richard's contemplation to tell people, then you contemplate the, my contemplation of his contemplation. <laughs> I love it. It's so synchronistic because I just interviewed Richard for my podcast and that just dropped today. So I love the synchronicity. It's amazing. I love- Oh, this is great. Yeah, Richard is Richard is so beautiful. I love him. Did you see the, the, the interview we did with him? I, I did with him. No. Would you yeah. share the link with me? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's, it's, yes. Uh, yeah, I have we have an interview with him. He's just he's a he's a sweetheart. Awesome. I love him. And oh uh, wait, no, I did no, I'm sorry. I did see that you did it. I just didn't watch it. You so haven't watched it yes, yet. I did see it. Yes. We have a million things going on. I totally I know, you. I know. It's kind of cool right now. <laughs> So I totally, I totally get you. And I sleep like a baby because yeah. I stood up when the shit hit the fan. I'm like, okay, here I am. And here I'm 100%. I'm saying it like it is. And I'm every day working on this. So, you know, I, I showed up, I gave myself. So I totally understand you. And then it's none of your business, whether people choose this or that timeline, your job is to show up and gift your light. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So what's your vision for humanity's future? My vision for humanity's future is that we wake up to our power and we take our power back and that everyone knows themselves as whole, as sovereign, as empowered, as perfect and, you know, with all of our shadows, with all of our gifts, and that we create new systems and new wonderfulness from that place. Because if we're not doing it from a place of wholeness and empowerment, then we'll just get another iteration of what's crumbling now. So that's what I'm most excited. And I'm most excited for, you know, for me to like create the curriculum and and create the new structures. Like there's just so much creative potential in like, well, how do we want our judicial system to work? You know, what are we going to exchange if not money? You know, like how are we going to uh, not govern ourselves. I'm, I'm more for a voluntarism, but how is this going to work and be structured? And I'm very excited to collaborate with other people who get it. I think that's going to be super fun and for the world to just know peace and enoughness and abundance, which is our birthright and which is the truth of everything. And so, you know, for us to be living in alignment with truth without the fictional overlays. Beautiful. I totally, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I see the gene keys as, you know, you got the hologenetic profile as like the, from, I see it like an entry point, like the whole of the whole thing. And then I see the um, Metatron, I think it's Metatron's called the, 
the um, Nassim Haramain talks about this is 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 three dimensional, mm-hmm. and it has sixty four points. It's uh, um, the the ver- vector um, something, but it, but I see the gene keys as a sixty four map to mm-hmm. as a blueprint of the of reality, literally to create the new reality. You have the entire blueprint there. Yes. And, and that's, like that's that. what I'm working on right now, just like understanding and laying that out. Because I see myself as part of an engineer of just laying out this foundation that, that is made out of the frequency of people awakening. Yes. And it's such an exciting time to geek out on the Gene Keys because we're all the Turtons who are unpacking it. And there's just so much there. It's still so nascent. So it's really exciting. You know, I'm excited when kids are learning this from the get go and, you know, it's it's so embedded and woven into our culture. It's going to it's fun. There's a lot of fun to be had. You know, the demolition is its own thing. I feel like it's like TikTok. like I'm ready to rebuild. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So on that train of thought. What are you doing right now to contribute to this vision? All the things, the beautiful things you're doing. So many things. Um, I Yeah. <laughs> so I just finished another book called The Language of Betterarchy. Um, and that book, it's being edited right now. So I'll do one more pass at that. And that is, this is kind of my favorite thing right now, wherein I'm challenging the idea that patriarchy is the, the reason why everything is terrible and that the solution is matriarchy or that the solution is to put marginalized groups on top while kicking formerly privileged groups to the bottom because that's still the same broken game. So it's really time for us to evolve out of hierarchy into something new. I had toyed with heterarchy and I got stuck because I didn't, I have yet to find any large scale implementation of heterarchy. I've seen smaller implementation. And then there's synarchy, which Richard and I talked about. And still synarchy has been co-opted and weaponized by various fascist groups throughout history. So there is a little bit of remnants um, where it's been tainted. So I've, I'm calling it betterarchy, wherein, and I, I feel like there's a lot of humility in that. Like, I don't actually know what the up-leveled iteration is, but I know it's not hierarchical. And so from there, I'm illuminating where contrived hierarchy is perving our language and being used to enslave us. And I mean, the, the genius of the matrix and the whole way the culture, uh, cultural engineers have designed it is that we're enslaving ourselves all day, every day with these erroneous languaging patterns that we don't realize are coded with disempowerment, with lack, with limitation. So this book is like the roadmap that shows us how to weed hierarchy out of our language and to speak a language of betterarchy. And from that language, the new organization will necessarily emerge. So that's, (laughs) thanks. So yeah, I'm obviously super excited about that. I do have two podcasts that I do. So one is I'm sharing solutions-based conversations with visionaries and original thinkers. So putting that out into the world. Um, I have another podcast that I do, which is more like deep truth conspiracy research, um, which is more public service because there are certain, you know, 
if I was still allowed to play in the journalism game, then a great paper would be paying me to unpack this and help the public understand that's not happening. But there are ops going on that are extremely dangerous. And, you know, I, I wrote a book last year that I put out. It's an illustrated guide to propaganda. And that was intended for teens and adults just to educate us on the, the techniques being used to manipulate us. Um, and so one of the things that I think a lot of people don't understand are bad actors and controlled opposition, where you have people who speak 99% amazing truths that are so valuable, but that 1% is so toxic, so toxic. So on that podcast, I'm doing that to help people understand and hopefully to steer them away from being sucked into what seems to be coming down the pipeline. Um, and then I'm moving away from one-on-one -on -one coaching right now, not because I don't love it, but because it's a little bit slow for me and I want to be helping more people more quickly. So I'm shifting into consulting with organizations all around the languaging so that more people can get it. And right now this is a little bit edgy, but I'm, I'm stepping into the DEI space, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Because that is a huge op, but it's also this beautiful opportunity to come in with their own languaging and teach a language of real deal diversity, real deal inclusion, real deal equality. So that feels a little edgy for me. It's like I'm, I'm stepping into a shark tank, but I feel like you know, and we'll see how, how embraced I am, but I feel like if I can slip in as I slip in, I can do a lot of good and I can course correct a lot of the mind control coming through that woke identitarian programming. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a group coaching salon that we meet once a week. So I'm serving that way. I mean, it's kind of all I'm doing is just how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? I do a lot of, you know, community building and gathering here in Santa Fe. Um, I'm excited to have more support and enthusiasm around that. Um, but really like all over my desk, I have a, I have a sticky note. It says, how, how can I serve? You know, so I'm always just like, how can I, I'm like typical Aquarian, you know, just like, how can I help this, this weird species called humanity? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so beautiful. That's, I totally understand. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and, and it's just because that you made that transition, you know, from me to, you know, I, I am the, the all of humanity. It's, it's me. Yeah. You know, and, and in that place is, you know, you're doing your part. And now you've actually even landed into the sovereignty of like, you know, it's none of my business to, you know, to fix anybody. I'm just here to give. And whoever can catch it, that's great, you know. Exactly. My perspective at this point is um, for as many sunspins as I have left, I want to give as many tools as possible for those who are creating new earth. I don't know how much of it I'm going to see, but it's just let me load them with as much as I can give while I'm here. So that's what I'm doing. Beautiful. Beautiful. So what do you think we can do to inspire unity among the different groups of the awakening movement? Hmm. And when you say different groups of the awakening movement, meaning how do we who understand what's going on unify among ourselves? Or are you referring to the entire human collective or both? Uh, 
whatever you feel like because awakening is is both spiritual and physical you know it's like there's layers of people but awakening into obviously the um the, the, the new civilization, new consciousness. And obviously that includes, you know, truth and being aware, aware of physical stuff, but it's also metaphysical. So whatever you want to bring into that. Okay. Um, and I want to be clear before I speak, like I am still in the process of mastering this myself. We all are. Yeah. So I think, you know, a neutrality in the face of so much engineered polarization is really key to, to really hold neutrality and tolerance and hold space for everyone's differences. And as I said, I, I'm still mastering that. It can be very fiery. Um, and I think, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you get it. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I think, honestly, to have the most fun and to thrive. I really think it's just to model living wonderful lives and, and being loving and being healthy and being vibrant and to model that consistently, you know, cause it's not proselytizing, it's not recruiting, it's not saying our way is better. It's just how much fun and joy and abundance can we create and exist in and then magnetize people from that space. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's you, you, you become the example. Yeah, it's your life, and then people just naturally magnetize that, and so organically you are bringing that unity by being that unity. Exactly. Yeah. What's your favorite quote? Oh my God! There's so I'm like looking on my wall. I'm like, what do I have on my wall? I think, <laughs> um, I think the most. I don't know if this is my favorite, but there's a Buckminster Fuller quote that you don't, yeah, you can't change reality by fighting the old only by creating the new. And it really sums up, like I sum up all the work that I do because I wear a lot of different hats as I do two very simple things. I encourage people from looking backwards to looking forwards and from reaching outwards to sourcing inwards. That's it. Uh. I totally know exactly. This is that quote is literally the 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 the, the foundation of this of, of of all that I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it's it's create a new paradigm that makes the, the old problematic system obsolete. obsolete. You, you, you're not trying to fix what, what's broken, you just make something else completely different. Exactly. And, and if we look at it from you know, because my realm is languaging, like just the vibrational frequencies of complaining about what we don't like and how that feels to talking about what we're excited to be creating and how that feels, you know, on just a very simple experiential level. So again, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think these days it's a, it's like a North star. It's absolutely. Absolutely. So is there anything you want to specifically, you want to share with people, something that you, you want to like, that's something that you just want to say that is just coming from you? What, I mean, what I'm excited for all of us to understand is how powerful we are and how like really not that hard it is for us to change the world and to change this whole game. The reason things are so creepy in terms of like censorship and coercion and control and mandates is because the entities who are pushing that don't have a, a, a smidgen of the power that we have. You know, so I, and I hear a lot of people in our community, in our com 
conversation who we we've known the plan for a long time or like well this is going to happen and then this is going to happen and then this is going to happen it's like no that's what they those are their plans but the more clear we are on how we want this to go and the more confident we are in doing that um the the more likelihood and the more quickly our reality will rise to the top and theirs will just fall away. So I really just am excited for people to know and embrace how much power we really truly have and how it's really, you know, and I mentioned this earlier, but like when all this started and I like you, I'm like, this is it, been waiting 20 years and this is the thing. And I was telling people, look, we need to say no to the masks because what's coming down the pipeline is going to be much harder to say no to. And this is a super easy one. So just say no. And it was interesting to me how many people wouldn't. And it's like, ah, totally. Yeah. Um, so for people to, to take our, our authority and our role as captains of the earth ship, you know, no one has more right or responsibility over our earth ship that being said, I do think those with the most expansive consciousnesses, those who can see the farthest, we would be wise to step into positions where we are steering our earthship so that it serves the greatest good for the most. So for those of us who know, like it's time, step into it, use your voice, you know, make the changes instead of waiting around for someone else to do it. That, that's never going to happen. It's on us. We're the ones. Absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely. So what, where, what do you want people to, how can they find you? Uh, where do you want them to go? Uh, you know, uh, you haven't talked about your amazing sock puppet videos that I think they're so oh, yeah. cool and I love them. You know, <laughs> how can they see them? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. I did forget to mention those in the, the laundry list of what I'm doing. Um, I have this little video series called Spot the Propaganda with these very spazzy finger puppets <laughs> offering their commentary on the ridiculousness. But the beauty of it is they're not getting censored, which is great. Like I'm not getting strikes and they're not getting taken down. So there's something about the puppets that are working. Um, so I would recommend signing up for my newsletter at dannycats.com because I have historically been pretty censored and shadow banned. So, you know, the YouTube channel and the Instagram, it's sometimes it's hard for people to find me, I've heard. Um, and when people sign up for my newsletter, then we're definitely connected. And they'll hear about when, you know, when I do new podcasts or I have courses or webinars or like this new book coming out. I do have books for sale. As I mentioned, the Illustrated Guide to Propaganda and Word Up Little Languaging Hacks for Big Change. Um, those are on Amazon. If you're someone who doesn't like to buy from Amazon, deep bow, so much respect, message me privately. I'm happy to arrange for a private sale. Um, I have different quantum languaging webinars and courses available on my website. I have my group coaching on Saturdays. And um, oh, my podcast is on all the podcast platforms, Word Up with Danny Katz. So subscribing to me would be really helpful. We could break the algorithm together. And I think that's, I think that's all of it. It's possible I for forgetting something. <laughs> Beautiful. And we're going to put all of those links in the, in the description of the page. And, and um, um, thank you so much, Danny. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to this beautiful, you know, delivery of energy that you have? You're a, you're a light, you're a sun. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you. And I think that's it for today. I've loved connecting with you so much. I'd, I hope you'll come on my podcast. Absolutely. Yes. Send me that. I, I, I'm in. Yeah, I, totally. Yes. I, awesome. I love it. I'd love to. Yes. So we're going to put all of that there and, and all of those links so that you can, uh, you know, follow Danny on all her amazing adventures. You got to watch those sock puppet videos because I love them. They're super cute thank and you. everything else. And, um, uh, Thank you, thank you for listening. And uh, um, if you uh, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, about the pioneers of the Great Awakening, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. And if you're going through your dark night of the soul and you need a help to move through, so it doesn't have to take years or decades. There is a very specific coaching program we have there for people to move through the dark out of the soul on join.tv at the very bottom. Click on the support button and you'll learn more about that. Until next time, be a pioneer and step up to bring your genius into the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>